Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told, try told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. And uh, I've been on the on the give you guys some tips from uh, things that I've been digging into and learning from books, audio books, things of that nature. And so uh, I was I was recently uh, digging into the book by Kevin Hart. Uh, I'm going to share some of the bullet points that we got from that. Uh, one of the books, because he had a couple books out. This one is, is called The Decision. Uh, I was listening to it on audio. And of course, any, if you guys don't know Kevin Hart, he's a, a famous comedian um, who didn't have an easy journey. You know, anytime I go back and you look at somebody that's super successful, um, man, I want to encourage you to just encourage yourself by looking at their journey and all the things that they had to go through to get to where they uh, where they are now. Because it just seems like the most successful people just always go through a ton of stuff, you know, on, on a way to getting there. And uh, so we just wanted to share some of those things with you and hopefully you find value in those things. So um, here's a couple bullet points. Making a good decision is crucial for success in life. You know, back at uh, where I got started my, my business journey out in the Ray Smith organization uh, all the way back in 2005. Um, they had a saying that says decisions determine your destiny. And so making good decisions uh, are critical for your success in life. And so look at what things do you have in your life that helps you to make good decisions. Here's some things that I've, that I can remember that helped me to make good decisions. And I'm not perfect. I don't always make perfect decisions, but here's some things that help me. Uh, number one, who's your consigliere? You got to go find somebody that you could bounce ideas off of that have wisdom and knowledge that you can kick things back and forth with when you got to make big decisions. Uh, number two, put things on paper. When you got to make good decisions, write, write things down, pros, cons. Uh, that typically helps out a lot when making good decisions. Uh, try not to make the same mistake twice when it's time to make a good, a good decision. Uh, try to do research because you always got to make risks. You got to take risks to go to the next level. Try to take calculated risks. Uh, spend time uh, before making uh, crazy decisions. One thing that I've gotten better at uh, as I've aged and gotten more patient is is not making decisions when I'm emotional. Uh, I try not to. Is you know if I'm upset, you know, you want to make a decision, make that phone call, send that email right now, send that text right now. You're so upset. Give it 24 hours, you know, but make some good decisions. Uh, next bullet point is, is it's important to take responsibility. This what this what Kevin Hart was saying. It's important to take responsibility for your decisions and not blame others for your mistakes. I think Jocko got the book Extreme Ownership, taking ownership of everything in your life. Uh, no BCD, blaming, complaining, defending. Those are low-level things. What things are you deflecting and not pointing to in your life that you need to take ownership from? Take ownership. Next bullet point, learn from your failures. Learn from your failures and mistakes. That's essential for growth. Learning from your mistakes, learning from your failures, you're all going to fail, we're all going to fail, we're all going to make mistakes, I make mistakes, I fail, 
but learn from it is the key. There, there was a book John Maxwell had that said, uh, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And the word was crossed out and said, learn. So sometimes when you lose, you understand that you learn. If you allow yourself to learn from it, that's what causes you to win in the future. Uh, next bullet point we had notes on. It said your, your upbringing and experiences can shape how you make decisions. Um, I think you got to take a personal look at that. Um, two points stick out to my mind about that is what what things in your upbringing, whether it was your culture, uh, where you grew up or how your family raised you or what your parents taught you, what things do you have in your come up that helps to form your decisions that are healthy for you and good? Like, man, these are good values. What things are not good for you? Because I, and I, man, I love my family. I got a great family, but I look back on things from certain things that I've learned from family or friends or my culture or whatever that I had to unlearn and unravel. Like in our culture, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that's why the haters wish they could, they wish this wasn't the truth, but this is the truth. I've never cheated on my wife a day in her life, a day in her life. You could try to create it, don't exist. But in my culture growing up, that was not a part of the culture. That was not a part of, of where I grew up. You would get laughed at if you were a one-woman man. Like that was, I had to unteach that uh, because where I grew up and how I grew up, that was just not, not the case. And uh, another thing is, you know, where I grew up, how I grew up, you know, I'm not going to point out the family members, you know, or whatever that, that taught this. But I mean, we were, we were raised, you know, I was raised in a, we were first poverty. Then we got into lower middle class. Then we got into middle class. So it's, man, I'm so grateful for the experience that I've been able to walk in, you know, a lot of people's shoes. You know, that's why people are like, they're confused. Like, how are you on welfare? Your house got shot up. You know, they got pictures of you with people that are, you know, known in the area and city for for crime. And then but then you went to some Catholic schools and then you went to public schools. I just had this like field trip of a life to where they're like, we're going to go ahead and put you living in the projects for a couple months. We're going to go ahead and let you hang out with some people that got some money. We're going to let you experience it all. And I'm grateful for the whole process and journey. And what I learned on that journey, I, I look back at my upbringing and and some of my blue collar family members, like I, I was just taught in my area that we don't like these people, these yuppies. These people over here that live over here, they're uppity, rich, snooty snobs. They think they're better than everybody else. They're greedy. And some of that was true. But most of it was not true. Most of that was not true. Because when I got to the levels where I got to actually hang around these people on a daily basis, a lot of them were really good people. Same thing with the bottom, financially. People, oh, why are you hanging out with these people? You know, I, I, normal, my friends would have half their hair braided, half their hair out in braids, tats everywhere, didn't graduate from high school. Why are you hanging with those people? Or, you know, man, I'm telling you, some of these people and their families, 
treated me more like family and blood with love, it's even hard to explain. There's a lot of good people in that situation that you just, you wouldn't know it unless you experience, you think all people are that way. They're all pigs or they're all this or they're all that or they're all, it's not that way. It's the minority that makes it look like that for the majority, but it's not always that way. Same thing with the rich folks, the uppity uppity people. They told me not to hang around that are, that are no good. And, and so on that journey, I had to un, re, unravel my mind to not be so judgmental of people. And my first upbringing was from the bottom, those people. So those people, even to this day, I'm, 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 I'm more comfortable around because that's where I started. That was my, that was my upbringing. Those are my people at first. And so that's why I still try to go back and help and be helpful in some of those areas. Cause I know that not everybody is, is bad. And I know everybody that's in a nice area isn't, isn't bad. And some people think they're bad. People at the bottom think they're bad and people at the top think they're bad. And it's just life. You're going to find good and bad and everything. So I had to unravel my mind that not all the wealthy people were horrible people. So what upbringing things in your life, like also, it, you know, in Youngstown, we're like tough, right? You're born and raised like tough. Like you say something bad about me, like I'm going to fight you. So I had to learn in life that I have to unravel that in my brain that I don't have to fight with everybody that says something bad about me. I would, I would have to stop the grind cast right now, leave the building Never come back and fight for the next 365 days. There's so many people that got negative things to say. So many haters. We just be fist fighting seven days a week. I had to learn it's like take the high road, right? So what things in your brain and in your mind do you need to unravel from your family and friends? What things do you need to keep? You should surround yourself with people who will support you on your journey. You got to get rid of people that aren't supportive of you and people that challenge you. What people in your life can you think of are, are challenging you to grow? Sometimes we try to get away from those people and really what you need to do is stay close to those people. Another thing he was saying was self-reflection. Like you got to look back and, and reflect at yourself. Just like, man, we, we look at the mirror. Girl, how do I look in this mirror? How do my shoes look? How's my hair look? You know, people that spend all types of time in the mirror looking at their self-reflection in the mirror. But you got to look at yourself in the mirror internally. Take some time to self-reflect and think about your decisions. And when you do that, it'll start to lead to better outcomes. Don't be afraid to take risks. Try new things. Uh, he talked about the power of persistence and how hard work can help you achieve your goals. Uh, what is persistence? You ever hear persistence beats resistance? Persistence is, is like, I'm going to just keep, I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep, no matter what happens to me, in the face of adversity, I'm going to keep going. I'm just, persistence is I'm not going to give up. Those that win, it's the old thing they try to teach us when we were young, right? Quitters never win and winners never quit. All the people that you're cheering for that are winning, they didn't quit. 
if they quit, then they couldn't be winning. But ask them if they thought about quitting, if they wanted to quit. Somewhere on that journey, things got hard. Or you had a bad year. You had a down year. You had a bad month. Momentum is not in your way. Momentum is not in your corner right now. Things are moving backwards. People are quitting on you. Friends are abandoning you. Uh, think this is this is a winter season in your life. This is this is not great times in your life. This is part of the process. Those of you that are in that phase of your life, be persistent. Keep going. Keep showing up. Be stubborn. And one thing that I know that always works is hard work works. Hard work, outwork people. That's something that you're in control of. Very rarely are you going to find people that don't work extremely hard, that have extreme levels of success in anything. And then, and then the last bullet point that we're going to point out is that your decisions have the ability to shape your future and the direction of your life. Coming back to the beginning phases when we we're talking about what is your recipe for making good decisions in the book called The Decision. And so if you need help with the, with the decision-making process and you want some laughs, I've, I've never seen a more educating book that was not serious in my life. This dude cracking jokes, you know, a lot of the book, and then he gets back into stuff that you can actually implement in your life. It's not typically my, uh, my forte of what I dig into, but it was a nice switch up and I thought it did provide value. And, and, you know, the encouraging part of it was again, just to look at and listen to his journey on how he would do comedy shows and got booed and he would do comedy shows and it would be 10 people there and 20 people there and not a lot of people. And then it started to grow and then it started to grow. He would do comedy shows and drive with barely no money and drive there and get stiffed and people didn't pay him on his journey. Think about how many times he had to be persistent in that journey. See, people will look at him today, getting an award or hanging out with the rock or getting all this fame or making all this money or whatever it is. You just always got to rewind that tape. Nothing encourages. It's, it's not many things encourage me more in my journey and in my process than going back to other people's process that are where that I want to be. Because I haven't found, I think I could, I could go on record as saying for me personally, I haven't found anybody that I've read about. From Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, to the founder of Walmart, Sam Walton, to Walt Disney, to Oprah Winfrey, to Kevin Hart, to anybody that, that, that you can look to that has accomplished big things and great things and, and, and inspiration and try to drive inspiration from, the first place that you can go is, is, is look at how much they had to go through. Because if you're breathing right now and you're living in this world right now and you're trying to progress right now, you're probably going through something. You're probably going through hard times. You're probably facing a little bit of discouragement. You're probably wondering how long am I going to be in this phase of, of my life. And, and nothing encourages me more than when I read about people like Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, worth $50 billion plus, I think, the company or, or, or he is personally. 
and, and eight years in, he was bouncing checks to his employees. Oh, no big deal. We hear that. We say, what's for lunch? What do you want for, what's your sandwich? What kind of sandwich you want? What do you, think about it for a minute. Imagine yourself grinding for a hundred months. A hundred months straight, up early, sacrificing, putting every dollar into it. Your family telling you, what are you doing? Why are you selling shoes out of the trunk of your car? Car, Your girlfriend leaving you, your boyfriend leaving you. You're not making enough money. Everything's going back into the business. Stress. And you start to make it and something happens and you can't even pay your employees. And we're 100 months in. We're eight years of our life in. You could have went to school and graduated in eight years with a master's or a doctorate degree. You could have an eight-year-old child. In eight years of working and sacrificing, bouncing checks, people would have gave up. Right? But we rock those Nikes. Uh, must be great to be a billionaire. Must be great to have all that. Must be great. Would it be great for you? Would you have the stomach and appetite to be able to bounce checks to people and the stress that comes with it eight years into your journey and not quit and not give up? Don't quit. Don't give up. Embrace the process. The process is I'm doing the work now. I get paid down the road. Do more than what you're currently paid to do right now or making money to do right now. Go out of your way to do the extra things without, oh, if it don't happen by this date, just keep doing the good things. Keep doing the right things and it's going to come back your way if you work with persistence, with the right attitude, consistently learning from mistakes, seeking guidance, seeking wisdom getting rid of your ego and pride and replacing it with humility and wisdom and the ability to learn from others. Usually this life is an open book test. Somebody already took the test and passed it. It's are you willing to put the time in and research and learn from these people and ask these people questions and follow it and do the things in that recipe that you don't feel like doing that's going to get you to where you ultimately want to be. Thank you for uh, your time and energy spent on, on another episode of the Grindcast. If you know anybody that can use this message, can you share it? That's the only favor we're asking uh, for all the time and energy we put into this. Can you share it? There got to be somebody out there we can help with this message. Uh, share it, uh, like, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, let us know if you have any questions or anything that you want us to cover on the Grindcast. Um, can, they, can they email somebody else but me? Josh or Alyssa, like, do, you, do we have, yeah, I'll, I'll throw, it up in throw it up and, and on the audio for the listeners in case they're not watching it somewhere that they could email thoughts and ideas or anything that they want us to, to maybe cover as a topic for some people. I'd love to answer questions for you. I'd love to uh, specifically tailor somebody's message for some of the listeners that pour, pour time into this and show you some, uh, show you some love and gratitude back. So uh, but thanks, as always, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready, it's a new day.